Hi everyone, welcome to another episode on Show Your Work Podcast. Sorry we've been MIA for a minute, but now we are back. Today we are joined by um, Dixon Akidiva, so we're going to talk about HR analytics and people experience. Uh, this episode especially will benefit those um, who are in HR space, who are starting um, out their career, or they are looking to get into HR space. So kindly tune in. As always, don't forget to give us um, your suggestions, your feedback by our email uh, that is show your work for four five at gmail.com yeah so we're gonna start uh, the, with the first segment that is meet our guest so dixon yes, um turning to that inner child as an adult is a major key to happiness what do you do now that you're an adult that makes you feel like a kid again thank you much for that question mm-hmm. um I would say uh, engagement with with people. Mm -hmm. That should be something I look forward to doing every day. Mm -hmm. Meet meet all sorts of people, young, old, Mm -hmm. um, especially um, the work that I do. Mm -hmm. I meet all all sorts of guys. And when you're young, it was the same thing as well. Yeah. All sorts of people. You can build connections, relationships with them. So it's something I look forward to and I really enjoy. It keeps you young. Yeah. Yeah. When you were young, those connections used to be very genuine. True. Uh, while they're so innocent. Mm-hmm. But it's good you're still um, endeavoring to maintain that in your adult, um, in your adulthood. So the other question will be, um, as a young talent at work, I believe you're young. <laughs> as a young talent at work, um, what have you had to unlearn about work, uh, workplaces? Um, I know we ask these questions here. <laughs> what to unlearn? Mm. That you're not to get to open up your mind okay. to new experiences, new mm-hmm. learning model. Because the world is changing. Technology, mm-hmm. even how you engage with people, mm-hmm. um, language. Workspace is moving at a fast pace, so you have to keep up. Oh yeah. New changes that are appear, and then come to even old practices that used to do, all that have been going on, mm. they change. So opening up your mind to learn, and as well, uh, um, ask for help. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Don't be superhero. Yeah. yeah. Don't believe that you know everything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, nobody knows everything. Yeah. So, uh, having an open mind at the work, I would say, is mm-hmm. the number one thing. Number one thing. For, for a young person. Yeah. I agree. I think that brings the conversion of the fixed versus growth mindset. Yeah. So you have to be open to new ways of working, new models, new policies. Um. Also, yeah. I, I agree. Also, asking for help. You're not a. Uh, 
superman i'm a superwoman you don't have to die <laughs> to die ask, as well as ask the, for help as well as challenging yourself exactly sometimes you want to just do what you're comfortable with mm. you know, the one that you know but it's good also to go to their norms yes you, you have to be willing to break barriers mm-hmm. so your comfort zone step out from that comfort zone i agree totally so to delve into today's um topic of the day so it's we start with hr analysis so uh, just to to describe um hr analytics is a data-driven approach of managing people at workplace so this enables better and data-driven decision making so dixon how can we start learning about hr analytics from your experience That's something that um, uh, I want to say. Mm-hmm. The channel is uh, like just that I love that that I've been approached. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, what happened was uh, mm-hmm. HR professionals used to make decisions just without evidencing that this is happening in this mm-hmm. space, do this and do that. Mm-hmm. So the HR analytics can guide um, the data professionals to make informed decisions mm-hmm. that could be performance management, um, wellness, mm-hmm. um, skilling. Yeah. Because through, through, through analysis can be able to pinpoint areas in uh, an organization mm. that require the need to be addressed oh yeah so without data uh, just another person with an opinion <laughs> yeah so, so where how can you start learning about it like, would you comment like from your experience how did you start to learn about each other and this there's any platforms Mm-hmm. Um, then, mm-hmm. uh, even um, online, you can, you can Google the courses. courses. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no definitive course that says HR analytics, mm-hmm. but apart from the uh, data science, uh, mm-hmm. that is Python, mm-hmm. or uh, what can be able to. Uh, get this uh, data that's coming, that's coming in mm. and how can you transform that data into information then from information now you derive, derive insights from them yeah, yeah. as well as say um of course you should always tell a story but the story should be backed by data yeah so i think from my end um just to add a note that i shared i said from looking for those courses to learn um, how to you know interpret data and everything learning about data basically is also try in your role currently how can you unify the dispersed sources of employee data into a central respiratory so let's say if you guys use workday um, are the employee information there updated uh, so that when you're pulling data you know you're pulling a complete report 
that you can you know interpret easily so like having that central place of where you can get all employee information so it could be from age to compensation to gender to uh, duration um, to their current position other good stuff so uh, it really helps to have a central uh, dispensary where you can get the employee data so yeah. having that establishing that if you don't have that maybe to add on it um mm-hmm. you may ask yourself questions like mm-hmm. it is a high turnover mm-hmm. why is that happening mm-hmm. so having that data and data can be collected through feedback basically mm-hmm. back from colleagues work when they are or even body new stuff yeah um, so that but now you can develop and get that information and develop insights from it mm-hmm. and just to test and uh, get a sense of why products are leaving that would be an, an example that one would be okay. just detecting the effectiveness of policies mm-hmm. and that uh, you can do through what we call um, those capability uh, hearings because mm-hmm. HR is the one the custodian of the policy which they which the business will use. Yeah. So, so that, that's one way. And um, mm-hmm. even sales you see what what the scaling to can use to train employees mm-hmm. um, so they can develop and be more productive in their, in their roles when they can yeah. grow as well. Mm-hmm. So I know HR, HR analytics could be more so used in uh, learning and development areas, especially those. Mm-hmm. So that, that branch of HR. Yeah. yeah. I agree, especially I, I look like, like um, okay, what I'm trying to learn right now is using Power BI, <laughs> Power BI, um, interpret reports and all that good stuff. So I agree, it's really, it's really um important. Like in your day-to-day decision you make up uh, is backed by data. So yeah, um, like even the exit survey bit, like you have to. The data basically that um, you captured when the employee were exiting, the reasons that could be used to, you know, improve the attrition rates um, in your organization. So the other bit will be, so you, you've just been throwing um, words around, but could you give examples of HR analytics? So like, um, I could start, could be the, the turnaround time. Or employment, so like from when a need was identified to advertisement to re- interviews, basically the whole recruitment um, shabang. So I, I believe the duration also matters. Like so, um, the company to be your policy in thirty days. Um, so make sure you're tracking that data. So I think that's one of the HR analytics. Yes, even dashboards. Mm-hmm. That's what is important for performance management. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, like I said, uh, even work day. Oh, yeah, work day. Uh, so, if you may want to know 
which month to employee go leave the most yeah. so for example yeah. um, like, uh, even when you are advertising a role mm-hmm. like, for example an employee might put their skills there mm-hmm. in the notification so so it just makes the recruitment process easier because when we actually look for this and this mm-hmm. and uh, if we find the few uh, colleagues in the business or done it mm-hmm. and give them an opportunity to come and uh, do an interview yeah also the bit of wellness on leave reports mm-hmm. and it's also a bit it's uh, the leave report is also a analytic like analyzing it to uh to see like the, the liability the company has mm-hmm. but also like uh are employees taking leave uh what's not what's not happening why are, are they not taking leave as, as required yeah so that's one uh, another form another example of HR analysis yeah. so there are quite a number i believe like we, we can just make make um it's like there's a there's a pool of data then you can just make for which what you want so that's oh. that's an analytic basically Trying to measure, I don't know what the median age. That's an analysis of our certain department. If you want to measure um, the years of service, yeah, we're a, we're a, we're a good Even employer. The mm. uh, time of promotion. Uh, oh yeah. If this person has been there for long, how have they moved up? Mm. Or have they apply for roles? Mm-hmm. Shows that they are applying for. Mm. Like how many times they do that in a year, and are they mm-hmm. success, successful? And uh, so you can develop insights on even how to engage them. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe um, track them and uh, ask them questions, or even in terms of the skilling. Um, as a HR department, maybe you can. And, and what uh, you can recommend for them some tools or learning platforms for them to to pick up and maybe the skill yeah. yeah, I agree. I think maybe a caveat forgot to mention employee data is confidential. <laughs> so True. whenever um you handle such data to treat it with confidentiality. And if you have to share it on email or any other platform, make sure it's password protected. That's yeah. a fact. Because yeah. um, the, the data protection act was uh, uh, really uh, has been enforced. Yeah. So some of those data are really confidential, and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, uh, you have to be careful who you are sharing it with. Exactly. Yeah, even even once you've interpreted, yeah. when you're going to present, you have to present as a general information. You don't you don't have to don't be specific yeah. like this employee. Be very general because um, it's confidential information, so protect it. So I was just seeing a report on HR analytics, like the limitations that it has. Um. So let me let me find the data. <laughs> Speaking of the data, I don't bluff. <laughs> so, uh, some of the challenges, or rather, limitation of HR, HR analytics, as stipulated by AIHR, yeah, is um, that only nine percent of senior executives have confidence in the quality of their HR data. 
2017 report then there's uh, other another limit or challenges is 65% of professionals report that data quality hinders the success of analytics like no garbage in garbage out yeah so and lastly is 20% of HR departments lack the skills to analyze data <laughs> Yeah, so what other challenges or limitations do you think um, come is brought by by analytics aside from those that we've mentioned, like senior managers not trusting the 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 analytics, also the fact that um, <clears throat> garbage in, garbage out, so like wrong wrong employee data, really detrimental. Uh, yeah, and also the the last bit, um, the last challenge is. 20% of HR departments lack the skills to analyze data. I think that's why we're here, to, to encourage us, all of us, to really delve into that space of being more, more, being more data-oriented when making decisions. Do you have any other challenges or additional limitations you'd add regarding HR analysis? Yeah, um, I would say the, the, the use of uh, uh, the use of extensive use of systems. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's some companies um, they have these systems, but mm-hmm. in terms of utilization, mm. some of them from end to end, they don't. They, they don't or are not tapping into the power of those systems. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that that's a challenge for them. Especially not, work day. Yeah, work day. Really work day has a lot of um, capabilities that are not. They are not. Um, mm-hmm. That's something. Uh, I don't know how many companies is work there, but mm. work is really basically a database. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. So, the system that um, I believe is not useful. But speaking of work, I usually don't like the live reports. It's so hard to interpret those many many columns. Maybe we need to give feedback to the developers. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's my But I, I, I really um like again. This also it's another um, block on why people don't really mind mind delving into data stuff. Because you, you put that raw data, there's a lot to <laughs> to interpret. You're like to hell. Let, let me just run with what I know. Especially the live report on Wednesday. It has like five columns which you have to interpret. You have to be into a mathematics to to really calculate the actual liability the company has, because it has like a lot of junk information that doesn't have to be there. And the fact that it usually shows, I don't know, those many many columns basically. Yeah, I think that's one of the, I can I can highlight with this system. Sometimes just offer like garbage, ambiguous information that are, that are not required to be there. This hinders um, our use of those data. So you're like, ah, um, I'm, I don't have the time and energy to process this information, this um, data. Another limitation is uh, mm. people taking time to skip themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Uh-huh. And also, yeah, in terms of um, uh, skilling and also taking up the. Information uh, in terms of uh, records, proper data records, uh, 
It becomes overwhelming to the, to the person who mm. end up not um, doing it. So maybe the systems can do better. Yeah. Systems, um, even as well as the process of automation. Oh, automating the process so that they capture data. Yes, and also all all the guards and the the limitation of it internally. Mm-hmm. Who still believe that? <laughs> Okay, I've been doing this business. I've been here for so a while. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't want, don't want to change much. Just the things they really are. The mindset yeah. of the people. Mm-hmm. I agree. And unfortunately, most of these people are in senior leadership positions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's nothing much you can do. But you just try to, you know, show them the importance of making data-driven decisions. Yeah, one one mindset at a time. <laughs> Okay, so I think um, on the HR analytics bit uh, would be what skills are required to do HR analytics. So you you have to be good at Excel. You have to be yeah, a pro yeah. or just not, not a pro. Um, you can learn Excel. So not, not, not many people. I don't say skill, but skill at first, but something that you learn. Mm-hmm. So Power BI, Excel. Mm-hmm. Doing those functions, mm-hmm. with a curious mind. Okay. Oh yeah. The, your learning attitude. Yeah. You really have yes, to mind have it. Being open. Just being open to to, to take it out. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Because it starts with you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, cool presentation skills also be there. Cause once you get the data, you should be able to tell a story from that data. So you need to be able to be good at presenting the story to the stakeholders, right? Yes. To paint the picture. In a presentable manner. You may not present, but you can't explain that text data. It becomes useless. The decision makers will be looking at it. And, uh, if they ask you tough question, and if you don't know, it will look funny. So, yeah, just you have to interpret it and be able to communicate what yeah. you've interpreted. Mm-hmm. I agree. So the next segment of the pod is mental health minutes. Here at Show Your Work Podcast, we are big um, on mental health and ensuring we're all champions, like we're all taking care of our mental health as much as we're taking care of our physical health, right? So, um, Dixon, what have you struggled with this year mentally? Um, my point is a work-life balance. Mm-hmm. What about it? Like working late or the stress? Or stress. Mm-hmm. Working late. Sometimes at uh, clocking in clocking on Sunday. Wow. For two hours or three. But that, it, it has disrupted your weekend though. It disrupts me. Because... Mm. Usually, I know my, my Mondays are, are uh, hectic, mm-hmm. um, up and down mm-hmm. on Monday, so I try to clear some of the, uh, 
fact, let's just make sure that Monday we go to function. We're really well. Mm-hmm. So, um, striking that work-life balance uh, has been a struggle. A struggle. Mm-hmm. Trying to mix, just tell myself that the weekend is again relax. Um, mm-hmm. We'll go again on Monday. That's <laughs> <laughs> the challenge. Preparing the two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Someone saying like there's not never really a balance. Just find a way. Um, I don't know. To have like life outside work. Um, cause I I remember last year or early in the year I used to be big believer. Oh, weekend is for resting and all that. But <laughs> work life balance bit right now. I do things on weekend. I don't rest. I'm like, what do I create these memories? I'm not just leaving to work. Like if you're spending time with family, I show up. I friends recording this pod, I create the time because I'm like, could I just be resting and working then I die <laughs> or something? So life goes on. So I think the intentionality of you know living your life, it's it's with us because like we're intertwined. Someone um really really um senior uh, explain like it's it's more of like work life is intertwined. Our work life is intertwined, yeah. So. Just making sure with each, if you are uh, over the weekend or being intentional, you have, um, you know, just paying attention to what you're doing. I think also being kind to yourself, giving yourself grace. Oh my God, I think that's a, the biggest one. Just giving yourself grace because everyone's gonna push you around, but uh, if if you don't, you're not judging yourself. You're gonna you're gonna lose it. So I think just being gentle with yourself, being kind to yourself. Um, like find an outlet. Um, if you're if you're speaking to someone, I believe in journaling. Um, speaking to a friend, it really helps to put things into perspective. Especially for young people, mm-hmm. like um, you may get employed. Mm-hmm. Doing your own thing, and uh, the, the pressure will be there. Yeah, being able to separate it to just knowing that okay this is here mm-hmm. just proper management of, the, of yourself can be a task for young people yeah to getting an organization and so you're trying to prove yourself yeah mm-hmm. like going out of your way can can be challenging at work and take away most of uh, most of your time you don't have time to be social Mm-hmm. Uh, go out more. Leave a little. Leave a little. Or find a partner, whatever. Mm. Find that work is taking most of that time. And as well. And it can t- take you to places that you don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. It's so crucial. There's not like there's hardly a balance. I think there's a quote uh, I saw yesterday, even retweeted. If hold close the friends who remind you what you said in your moments of clarity. Those friends who told your dream, when I was, I'm gonna get this job, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. Hold them close, cause I think that shit is eating the fun. They'll, they'll more likely ground you, like remind you of the bigger picture. Like, yeah, it's part of the process. Um, yeah, but generally, just be kind to yourself, guys. Don't kill yourself, even through Dixon. Be kind to yourself. I will, I will. 
Kia. So we, we have the, the segment two of the pod is the people experience. So, of course, all of us know people experience is basically the experience at work. Um, how are you feeling supported uh, to do your role in the organization, right? So, uh, I just have two interesting questions. This is based on what's been trending. I've been seeing lots of TikTok videos where people don't trust each other and all that. So, I want to get Dixon's perspective. <laughs> so, Dixon, uh, what's your take on how people have lost trust in each other? Like, most of them are like thinking we are working against them. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't trust each other. It's a um, mm-hmm. trust. Mm-hmm. But the uh, each other is the the bridge between the people, mm-hmm. uh, colleagues, mm-hmm. employees of the organization, the organization. Yeah. So the business world. Mm-hmm. So they, they work together. And um, that's actually so. Um, there's a colleague or an employee up there. You might um, <laughs> We not trust each other. It's fine. Mm. Um, I would say because uh, when an employee is going through some uh, some stuff, they they might go to HR. Then yeah. HR now comes back and says one <laughs> thing, the other. Yeah. So, and and that's why they may not trust each other. The the, la- the mistrust starts to build. Yeah, but as a as a as a caution, maybe as an pl- employee, you should be looking out for yourself first. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, you know what you were coming to do there. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the contract return that you signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. So even an organization, I would say don't trust anyone. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be like basically everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do your job. Just do your job. And go home, yeah. yeah. But make sure to keep put yourself first. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. I agree. I think also the bit that I find finding people say, oh. The child works for the management. I'm like, you also here to work for the management to fulfill their vision or what? So we're both here to work for the management. So to share, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, the child is, is not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> you're not that evil. It's not just, they're not so evil. I mean, it depends on the the company's culture as well. Because I don't want to dismiss uh, somebody's horrible experience. Yeah, true. Maybe, yeah. So it depends also on the company culture. If it's horrible, trust me, it's gonna it cuts across all departments, yeah, including HR. So it depends on the company culture as well. It's not an individual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just an arm a branch. Yeah. So there are policies that they follow as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe they are one, two bad eggs to uh, encounter. <laughs> Yeah. So the, I, I can't see Paul. Yeah. It's, it could be a bad day, but there's also a good day there. Mm, I agree. Also, we should also be speaking of the good things the child are doing, mm. not only the bad things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
the other question on that would be how can we make top leadership make employee experience a priority uh, because since it's not a measurable metric most top top leadership don't really believe in employee experience <laughs> um, for for I think um, just for my what I could I could say on that is just reminding them we're dealing with humans so we have to be human first make sure we are taking care of the individual before those strategies and all that because we need people to actualize those strategies and the vision the company has so just making sure the individual is also seen and also the needs are taken care of as much as we're taking care of this organization yeah um to add on that i would say being being emotionally invested in our Mm-hmm. Help is calling their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of feedback, mm. getting feedback from them constantly, and how better they want support. Yeah, okay. and uh, so the, the more feedback we that a HR professional will get, mm-hmm. they can be able to derive insights from, from those information mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Form the top senior leadership. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what uh, colleagues are saying. Uh, they want this, they want that. Oh, yeah. So they have to do even a cost analysis of uh, if they want to make a change. So that, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, feedback, feedback is key. I agree. Yeah. And also, it's, it's more like data now. Mm-hmm. We're talking about data. So it's like. It's like hard proof, like I said, the management, the employees want this. Uh-huh. They have to prove that, right? Sure. You're not speculating, so um, I agree. Okay. Um, lastly, is what's your take on the annual employee surveys that people do in the company, their impact? Um, are they effective? Just one, are they effective or do you think they could be better? Yeah. Um... So now, um, like those surveys, they give a direction on uh, what's going on on the ground. Yeah. So it's collected. Um, like for example, the survey will say that the colleagues felt that this this year they had a workload issue, mm. so they had more work. Um, so this now in for this uh, senior leadership, okay? Do we need to hire more more colleagues to come and support? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that we, uh, they ensure that uh, the following year that doesn't be your cut again. Again. Yeah. So that we workload so that, that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And some employees have this service are effective. But also oh, yeah. depends um, with now the senior leadership or senior management mm-hmm. agree and uh, no, this an, that's an issue yeah, and uh, do something about it oh yeah i think it's more of the are we solutioning for those issues if we're just collecting mm-hmm. oh again it, it deteriorates the trust even further like oh let's see if we said this nothing changed oh. where where would we say it again this year so just solutioning um, for that and also uh, just to change the topic of the day it's also part of HR analytics <laughs> those oh. responses we're getting the percentages you know 
68% have said they are, they are not satisfied. That's a concern. So it's important that yeah. every colleague or employee uh, participates in those surveys and oh, give yeah. their views. Because mm-hmm. initially, um, they're unanimous, so no one will be targeted. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's a fact. And HR yeah. won't uh, say, mm-hmm. oh, there's this person from your department and after my leave. No. No. It's confidential and uh, it's general. I agree. And I've also seen instances where mm-hmm. those surveys have been used to root out bad leadership. Like in a department, if they say they're not, they're not being treated well by their leader, if 85% say so, it's true, there's an issue. Oh, yeah. So like, it's been used as a tool to, out, to, up, to root out the bad leaders, uh, leaders in the department, uh, the head of the department. So guys, this is, that's like, it's like your democratic right um, to participate. Because if the if the issues are so high, um, it, it it draws the top management attention to that department and that individual clearly there's an issue. So they're gonna find a solution. Ever train that person or you know move them. Yeah, because it's impacting the productivity of all the rest of the people in the department. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, um, that was a quick chat as you know. Here we keep it uh, short and sweet. Um, any parting shots, Dixon, as we close? Um, parting shot, I would say. It's really seen, seen as a feminine zone. My name. A lot has changed mm. so far. And um, anyone can do it. Yeah. Um, so it is fabulous, but um, it requires a lot of human touch to be able to, to do it fully. So, um, mm-hmm. And also strengthening that balance as well. Oh, yeah. And also for, for more young people to, to know, know the work they're doing, know their value. Mm-hmm. And, um, Try to map out um, where, where they want to go. I agree. It doesn't like you know, Dixon has said. I was about to tell you, Gideon. Why? <laughs> like this, uh, Dixon has said, uh, it doesn't discriminate whether you identify as them, they, there, <laughs> however you identify. Uh, it is, it's, it's a profession that you can consider if you want to. Um, again, this just share how best I can you can deliver in your role. Uh, involve data. Maybe let's see how it's gonna make a difference. Uh, if you you make more data oriented, um, you know, solution. Um, that's been Show Your Work podcast. Again, thanks for listening in. Share with your friends. Share with the colleagues. Um, you know, uh, and we grow together. Bye, everyone. See you on the next one.